Durant blows by Primo. Attack! We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Trevor Mikulin, Christian Dennis, I'm Scott Ayers, and behind the camera, the man, the myth, and not yet a legend, but he's trying his best. It's producer Andy. Say hello, Andy. Wow, Andy has shown some enthusiasm with that microphone the last few weeks, guys, and we have survived another week in the NBA, and things are getting interesting, but really quickly, 30 seconds, the Sacramento Kings have had two impressive back-to-back wins. The Sacramento Kings have the longest winning streak in the Western Conference right now. Didn't know that. Three Three games. games. Wow, yeah, Sabonis and Fox have looked incredible. Fox looks like an all-star. Sabonis had, what, 26 and 22 in seven last night? Something wild. It's been fun. Like, they, they are playing so, so good. And small ball, we're part of that squad now with our video. That went yeah. crazy. Light the beam, baby. It's the, the beam, beam team. Yeah. Light, it's the beam team. Uh, so our, our video got a sh- – I can't say our, but the video you guys bought got a shout-out from the Social Kings social media on Instagram. And Twitter. And Twitter. It is – Taking the world by storm. It's it's incredible to watch. I don't ever see it slowing down, really. <laughs> um, the Denver Nuggets, really quickly, my 30 seconds. They're tied for first in the Western Let's Conference go. right now. They got the snot beaten out of them by Boston. Then they went into Chicago, and they beat the snot out of them. So um, all I'm going to say is my prediction. Nuggets versus Cavs. Doesn't look bad yet. Not bad yet. It does not yeah. look really bad good. yet. Um, Jamal Murray's starting to actually come into form. MPJ shooting has been phenomenal, and Jokic is going to Jokic. Now, let's move on to our segment. It's Andy's Corner. Andy, take it away. Let's go. Okay, bet. I don't know what I'm saying right now. You're Hold hype. On. I love okay. it. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, come on, Andy. Hyped. Okay, NBA this week. First things first. Let's talk about Cavs and Kings. I was heartbroken, but... I got to say, hats off to the Kings because they, they've been balling, bro. Fox looks so good, and I, I'm just loving to see it. You know, I don't like to see my Cavs lose, but, hey, I like to see my friends happy. Fox is an all-star. Fox is an all-star. He's playing like it. If he continues to do this, he should be an all-star. Hey, Donovan Mitchell, too, that game was unreal. He, he, makes, he makes it the game look so easy. Like He's just slicing through our defense. You're a stepping hitting crazy threes. He's the real deal. And people thought that he wouldn't carry it over, and he has in Cleveland. So, GG's. Yeah. GG's. Yeah. yeah. GG's for Andy. It's respectable. You know, we, we're just going to move on from there. <laughs> okay, uh, second thing, you know, not much has been going on in the NBA. You know, some teams in the big market are winning, What whatever. You know, That makes me sick. Yeah. But I got a, uh, a little small ball trade for you guys. Whoa. Yeah, we're getting spicy this week. Well, and Trevor, you have a trade too, so maybe we'll, we'll do... This what if is, it's the same trade? This is a quick trade segment within Andy's corner, so I this is it. good. You, you <laughs> first, <laughs> Andy. Okay, so basically Oklahoma City gets James Wiseman from the Warriors. 
the Warriors just aren't meshing with Wiseman. He's gotten three DNPs in the past week, um, and things just you know aren't just just aren't working with them, right? So, I think that they trade him, and this is from Sports Illustrated, by the way. And the Golden State gets Mike Muscala, Kenrich Williams, and the 2025 Miami Heat first yeah. round selection. So I, I was reading it, and honestly, it kind of like swayed me. And I didn't think it was actually a bad trade, and I thought it was kind of interesting. I think the Oklahoma City could use James Wiseman. I think he can develop into something better. You know, I think the Warriors, I think they can move on. You know, if things aren't working out, you can move on, and it's okay. You know, I'm always, I'm always for a player getting a fresh start. And if this is James Wiseman's fresh start into something great, then so be it. I don't hate it. I th- I don't like it, to be honest. I mean, Wiseman is coming back from a serious injury, so they're working him back slowly. Yeah, the DMPs are obviously not what you'd want, but he was the second pick in the draft. Like, to give him up for Mike Muscala and a, a first-round pick, to me, that doesn't do it. Um, if I'm – if obviously, if I'm the Thunder, that deal is incredible. You get a young asset and a guy that you could just plug in with all the other youngsters they got in Oklahoma – um, but for the Warriors, it doesn't do it for me to trade a second, you know, your second pick in the draft. It doesn't thread the needle. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer from the Warriors' perspective because, like, we were talking about their young assets. Like, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to be incredible for the next 10 years. Uh, but these young guys haven't really shown any signs of tremendous growth yet. Um, but I, I feel like it's it's still too early to kind of, start that conversation of, of pulling the trigger on these guys. I still think Wiseman's going to be an incredible talent. Is he going to be an incredible talent in Golden State? I'm not sure. I kind of do like the idea of him going to a new team and getting a fresh start and getting playing time. But if if that's the trade package, I think if I'm the Warriors, I just got to keep holding on. Um, even though Mike Muscala and Kendrick Williams could provide some good veteran depth for them, um, to keep competing for championships and stuff like that now. Yeah, listen. Now, what I'm about to say. We're li- <laughs> Scott, when you say listen, one thing I do is listen. <laughs> and I need to listen because is what I'm about to say a little chaotic? Yes. There's a name. You said James Wiseman trade. This is what came to mind. Marvin Bagley. In terms of this high prestigious player coming into the league. Second pick in the draft. Second pick in the draft. Guys behind him are a whole lot better, and he just hasn't panned out. Can Wiseman pan out? Sure. Do I think he will? I'm not so sure anymore. Um, And he's coming back from injury, but that's kind of my thought. And you mentioned that trade. I'm like, this is a total Marvin Bagley-esque. Like, you're not getting much in return now, Um, which it's just one article, but... To me, if I'm going straight, it's like, we got to do something to get this capital up. Because if these are the trade ideas, Mike, did you say Mike Muscala is one of the players? Like, and a 2025 pick, like, might as well just spit in my face while you're at it. It's the heat pick. Yeah, it's the heat pick. So you're getting the 28th pick. You're going to get a guy that's built like me (laughs) that will never see the NBA. Yeah, Yeah, not good. I got another trade idea before we continue down Andy's corner. This trade involves... A big name player, Whoa. a player that the media likes. All right, 
Kyle Kuzma Whoa. of the Washington Wizards is wow. going to find himself in a new home. Kyle Kuzma, let me remind you, small ball fans, had a game last week where he scored 37 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. On the season, he's averaging around 18 points per game, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists. He's the third guy. It's kind of a false big three. He, he, he doesn't fit in under a big three title, but Washington likes to talk about Beal, Chris uh, Stapps, and Kuzma like it's a big three. It just ups his trade value maybe a little bit, yeah. but I don't think they're fooling anyone. Here's the deal. I, I think that Miami is a contending team that would love to have a guy like Kuzma get plugged okay. in and play with them. And I don't think it's going to take a ton to get Kyle Kuzma. I think what a, a deal that can get that done is Duncan Robinson and the 2023 unprotected first-round pick from Miami. I think – both sides benefit from that. You, um, if you're Washington, you get a shooter, um, and you get a draft pick. And obviously, if you're Miami, you're getting Kyle Kuzma. Thoughts? That's intriguing. And, Andy, we'll go to you right after this, but that's super intriguing. I like it, too, for Duncan Robinson's perspective because he's just kind of been – I mean, he gets maybe 10 minutes a game if he's lucky a night. In, in Miami, this gives him some some breathing room and a chance to play in Washington, where they're clearly rebuilding. Um, the twenty twenty three picks really interesting to me. That the problem is it's going to be a very low first round pick. You're probably looking at like the twenty fifth to thirtieth pick. Sure, and, and also the thing with this too is Washington. I don't know where they are at as far as what they think they are because they're eight and six right now, so they're doing you know fairly good for for the Eastern Conference and they're winning games do they think that they're legit that's the question and if they do is this a move that necessarily helps them right now probably not unless they think Duncan Robinson will fit in their offensive scheme better yeah so we were talking about this before the show and we're kind of just like throwing out ideas and everything I actually love that I think that that works perfect you were saying like Washington needs offense but you know like Duncan Robinson might not be enough but I think if you pair it with the pick this draft class is deep, so I, I, I really don't see why a team wouldn't go for it, and especially the Heat getting Kuzma, I think that's awesome, and I think that really puts them in contention for, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. You know? Yeah, and the team that you would need to convince would be Washington, because the Heat get Kyle Kuzma, a, a 3 and D player. Um, well, actually, three. he's not shooting the ball super well this year. He's 31% from downtown. But also Washington needs offense. They're second to last in offensive in points per game. Um, and so they need a guy, you know, does Duncan Robinson bring you your team so much better? Probably not. But it's a spot-up shooter who who's going to have better efficiency from three-pointer than Kyle Kuzma would. So it's if, an interesting if I'm If I'm the Wizards, I hate this trade. I hate it so much. Yeah. This is – I mean, we're talking about Kyle Kuzma, who is – um, in their collective big three, in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. And his value, I think, is way more than Duncan Robinson. Uh, Duncan Robinson's a, a, just a shooter um, who's 6'8". He's not really going to do a whole lot else for you. Um, and I, I just don't think that Kyle Kuzma is necessarily the, the piece that needs to be traded. If I'm the Wizards, if anything, that's a, a piece that I would probably be looking at as more stable unless you're able to get someone a lot better. Um, <laughs> I just feel bad for Wizards fans, like just all together. Like I, I go on Twitter and I follow some some Wizards beat, beat writers and it's just 
you would look at their Twitter and you would think that this team has never won a game. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they win games and they're all like, guys, we're so bad. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm back. Uh, the, the the Wizards Twitter is just a, an awful place to be. Like they're just so miserable because they're just, they know their team. They know that they're going to be stuck in mediocrity for probably like the rest of their their lives. Um, and, you know, I, I just know if anything, I could see the the Wizards, they're, they're trying to look to trade Will Barton and Monte Morris before they're, they're trading Kyle Kuzma. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Wizards do, but I, I wouldn't even entertain that idea if I was the Wizards, in all honesty. Yeah, I, I think that's all valid. Um, I think that's all valid. Yeah, I mean, that's just about all you can really yeah. say for a trade early on in the season where Washington actually, better record in the Miami Heat. Mm. Washington fifth and West eight and six and the Heat are a lowly six and seven. Wow. And you know what you can say about thirteen games into the season? It's all you need to see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the Wizards last year like insane? Yeah, you know, they had a great start. No, they were first in the West and everyone's like, wait, this team might be back. And then uh we the the rest was history. So they traded up my King Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm. Um really quickly too, speaking of trades. Our fantasy basketball league had a couple of big trades. And Christian and Trevor, you guys were at the centerpiece of a big trade. Listen, we don't have to stay on this for a long time. This trade happened about a week ago in our league. We take this league very serious. Very serious fantasy. It's about time we give a shout-out to our fantasy basketball league. Yeah, shout them out right here. Shout out to you guys. We love you guys. Great job this season so far. My team's 0-4. Scott won his first game. I won my first game thanks to Joel Embiid. I'm 1-3. And Christian. And I am undefeated at 4-0 right now. Anyways, continue on your story. Anyways, I, I, I have James Harden. I'm 0-3 last week, and I'm you know trying to find anything. And um, I look at Christian's team, and dang it, I'm a Ben Simmons believer. Okay, I'm a sucker for Ben Simmons. We're in the church of Ben Simmons. Yeah, we are. And I, I, I see all the intangibles, and, and I think to myself, this guy could be a 40-point-per-game fantasy guy this season. So um, I made the deal with Christian Joel, or um, it was Julius Randle and Ben Simmons for James Harden straight up, who's out for three more weeks, um, but is a 50-point-per-game guy. Since the trade, Ben Simmons has played in two games and probably averaged 10 Fantasy points. Um, <laughs> Julius Randle's been great. He's about 40. But, yeah, definitely um, definitely hurts. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to start by saying that I had nothing to do with this trade. It was all Trevor. He thought of everything, and he sent the trade. All I said was, I really like Julius Randle and Ben Simmons, but I think I have to make that trade. Yeah. I, I, I will admit, I dug myself into that grave. So, all right. But Let's the move season on. <laughs> goes on, and Trevor, you might have lost that trade, but you did win in something else. Tell me. You won in last week's first ever game show. Yes. 1-0, Trevor is. Uh-huh. Trevor is 1-0. We're back. Now, now start that game music. Do-do-do. That'll be playing on in the background for us, not, not while we're talking, but Trevor goes 1-0, some new rules. So let's go over some quick rules now. If you guess a question and you get it wrong, 
The other guy has a chance to answer, and instead of three seconds, he gets five. Okay. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah. Five questions in this game show best three out of five. I wish you both the best of luck. These questions are a little bit difficult. Get those hands ready. Get ready to question. slam on the buzzer. Oh, yeah. yeah Is question. the last question worth two? Yeah, because you made that up on the fly <laughs> after he got the answer. Last right. week it was. Last week, but that was because it was a bonus question. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, Do you have a bonus th- plan? Uh, if it's 2-1... <laughs> If no, if it's uh, three, like two. three two, no, no, that's not true. I just have five questions. Planted. Okay, perfect. No bonus question. No bonus. All worth one. This is best of five. All worth one. So I wish you both the best of luck. There's been some changes made. They're a little bit tougher. You guys are good week one, but can you handle week number two? Let's go into question number one. And in honor of Joel Embiid's historic night uh, just a week ago, which NBA center averaged 18 points and 10 rebounds? In the 2013 Summer League. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. He won Summer League MVP. Trevor. Nerlens Noel. That is incorrect. Christian. Do-do-do. I don't even know who's in that draft. Um, he was getting compared head-to-head with Andre Drummond. Do-do-do. Your five Marcus seconds Cousins. is up. It is not Boogie Cousins. Trevor, you're back on the clock. Dude, Summer League stuff? Greg Monroe? 2013. He What team is he on? At the time, time he was on the Toronto Raptors. What? Doo-doo-doo. What pick was he? That I'm unsure of, but now, this is going to give it away. Pascal? Now, he is on the Pelicans. Jonas Valanciunas. It is Jonas Valanciunas. Oh, Let's go, baby. I feel like we both should just get zero points because you <laughs> literally was, had to tell that us was who it was. Absurd. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. There's another question like that here. I'm a little worried for you guys. I so. love that you started with that one. Yeah, I no well, warm up. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys Summer are league. you guys were so hot. Yes, last week I had to humble you a little. Gosh. This next one should be a whole lot easier. Which NBA player's dad played football at Fort Hayes State? <laughs> do do do. <laughs> do what? Jaden Ivy. No. Trevor, I'll let you take a guess and I'll give you a nice hint. Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope. No. This player will be a first-time All-Star this year. Huh. <laughs> we don't know who the All Stars are. So <laughs> well, this, this, this player plays in Sacramento. Darren Fox. <laughs> it is Darren Fox. It is one to one. I looked up fun facts. Darren Fox. That was fact. Wow. Number two. All right. So that his first fact was he turned down offers from Kansas and LSU to play at Kentucky. Are you ready for question number three? Yeah, let's hope this one's easier. (laughs) It is not. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is actually to honor Andy. Darius Garland had an amazing night. He's finally coming back into form, and he's also a Vanderbilt grad. So, which Vanderbilt grad has a career average of 5.3 points per game? Festus Azili. No. Wow. Do, do, do. <laughs> Aaron Neesmith. 
No, but you're getting closer. I have no idea, Scott. <laughs> Dewan Blair. <laughs> no. Nice. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. I know these many. He many last players. played 21-22 season in Milwaukee and is now a Boston Celtic. Hmm. His name. Oh, Andy. Malcolm Brogdon. No. I don't think. Did he play for Vanderbilt? This player, his name is a book in the Bible. <laughs> it is Luke Cornett. I would have never gotten that in all of my years. This game sucks. That's that big center that jumps straight up on threes. <laughs> it's Luke Cornett. Scott, we, we, we may have to give hosting right, this is privileges end. to Andy next next week. We are no longer Holy doing this crap. Game. These questions suck. <laughs> All right, let's keep going, though. <laughs> I have two more. No <laughs> way. Do you Go. want the easier one or the harder one? Go. Just okay. give us the next question. Okay. Portland is first in the West. <laughs> Portland is first in the West. <laughs> okay. The last time we saw them first in the West with any sort of games played was 2018-2014. And in 2014... They beat the Houston Rockets off a historic three by Damian Lillard for that Rockets team. Who was fourth in points per game? Chandler Parsons. He was third in points per game. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor, good guess. Wow. (laughs) Do, do, do. Anyone? Trevor Ariza. (laughs) I believe he was second. Oh, I'm getting close. Was LaMarcus Aldridge on the team? On the no. Rockets? We're talking about Wait. Rockets. Actually, excuse me. Chandler Parsons was third. Dwight Howard was second. Oh, we're talking about James the, Harden was one. We're talking about the Rockets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking about Portland. Yeah, you got to critically think when I ask these questions, Christian. Nay, nay. No. No, would you like a hint? Yeah. He played for the New York Knicks. <laughs> Do we, is this a well-known player? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, it is. This player has multiple documentaries made after him. Multiple. <laughs> yes. A Knicks player? Knicks player with multiple documentaries. Jeremy Lin, baby. It's Let's Jeremy go! Lin! <laughs> Sanity! What is that? Three? I have three. Do, do, do. No, I have two. Oh, I have two. two. You have one. And, and Andy has one. Uh, two. Andy didn't even get a question oh. right. We both I have just one. didn't know. I have one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got I got the one. Uh, I hate this Let's game. go. Do you want this last Yes, one? give it to us. Let's go. This one's I, worth two points, This right? is worth two points. After, after We literally <laughs> set the rule as no. We literally <laughs> set the rule as no. After, well, you know what, Trevor? Things don't go the way you want. All right, go. go. Let's go. Let's so, go. Let's go. And because of how questions have been answered tonight, yep. this one is worth three points. Okay. So, wow. so Andy could win. Andy can win this. All right, let's Andy go. Andy can win this. Let's go. And guys, I'm a huge Denver Nuggets fan. And if you remember, in 2009, the Denver Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals. This player left Denver in free agency to play in Greece. Some have called him the forgotten or the invisible nugget. Who is that player? 
Linus Klazer. It is Linus Klazer! Christian Dennis from the dead. The Let's winner go. of game show number two. Let's go. Linus Klazer, baby. Did you give him the answer before? No. No. I was a big Linus Klazer fan. Huge. Wow. You know, there were a lot of questions in tonight's show. That was not the one I thought would be named <laughs> right away. When I was searching Darren Fox's questions, I was like, oh, these guys probably know these questions like on the back of their hand. But I was wrong. Yeah, no. So the, the score now, Trevor won, Christian won in, in game shows. Oh, I just want to do a quick little you shout out. You were a fan of this guy, Christian? Yes. Mm-hmm. He was a knockout shooter. This guy. Lethal. Absolutely lethal. For our Spotify listeners, we're looking at the handsome Lennis Clay. I just want to give a quick shout out. One time, me and uh, Scott and his dad played golf with this random stranger named Gus. And he... (laughs) (laughs) It's a real story. He was from... um, Lithuania. Lithuania. And we were talking about it. And he said, yeah, Lithuania is good for two things. Basketball and beautiful women. And one of those players he name dropped was Linus Clayson. So he had an unfair advantage knowing you guys recently talked I about Linus I would have known Klaza. that regardless. No, no. Okay. And, we played golf with this guy a year ago. It was There's, a year ago. There it was it, a year ago, Trevor. Hmm. You probably never even knew this guy existed. No, I didn't. I did not. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and that's it. Our game show that never has drama. It is now one-to-one. We will see what happens next week. When the questions get a little bit easier for for our uh, you know fanatics here, Trevor, you look dismayed. Well, one, I'm just the questions were egregious, <laughs> and two, just to have a co- previous conversation about a no name player. We didn't have a previous conversation. I bet this was we, a year ago. I bet you it if was we, a year ago. I do not care. I bet you if we pulled, if we pulled every NBA fan. Listener of the show, I don't care if they know who Lennis Klaza is without looking it up. No one would know. Let's, ladies let's, and gentlemen, that his, is what a sore loser looks what's like. What's his nickname? <laughs> Lennis Glaza, the invisible nugget. The invisible nugget. Now, let's do this. To answer this question, we'll have it ready for the show next week. We'll ask our fantasy basketball league, which is what, four to 12 guys? 12. And we can well, pull that. Nine. One. Oh, and, nine. Excluding us. Nine guys. And we will see who knows him and who doesn't. Perfect. And then we can come back on the show. I feel great about my odds. <laughs> and, and we will see. And Andy, did you know Linus Glaza? Andy says, no, I don't know who that is. He doesn't have a mic that works right now. Yeah, that's true. One of our mics did go down early show. Um, all right, let's, let's move on. Finally, jerseys, city jerseys were unveiled last week. There's some... There are some beauties and there are some uglies. Um, And I'll just get the ball rolling. The Phoenix Suns, um, I'm sorry, but that's an ugly jersey, right, guys? Am I I in the wrong here? Dude, those are hideous, bro. The the baby blue jerseys? Baby blue with the orange? I think it's supposed to be more like a teal. Yeah, it it is a teal, but it's just hideous. It's a bad jersey. They have the V-neck, too. I'm not a fan of the V-neck jerseys. Andy says, I want the record to show that I love it. He said it just like that. He he went, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Daddy loves the jerseys. <laughs> it was strange. All right. 
I have a, I have a spicy hot take about these jerseys. Okay. Okay, I have a favorite. My favorite, I'll just get this out the, the way. Hornets. I think everyone likes this one. The Hornets. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Atlanta's. So clean, bro. Those are so clean. The peach, um, all black with like peach accents. Super sick. Um, oh, yeah, those look awesome. A jersey that people are hating on that I think is getting slept on and getting unwarranted dissing would be Minnesota's with all those colors. I think it's kind of cool. I, I don't love it, but I think it's like, ah, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all right. It's pretty just boring. Sure. You could say that. My, Have you seen the court that goes with it? No, actually. The court's really cool because then it has all those colors on like the out, out of bounds of the court. Okay, that was actually super yeah. cool. That's what I think I like most too is that they're actually designing courts that go with the city jerseys like yeah. Atlanta's, for example, looked amazing. It yeah. was like, wow, I hope every I don't know what Phoenix will do, and I don't know what some teams don't do it. Okay, another Phoenix, thing Phoenix does have a court though for it, it's actually kind of sick. Um, yeah, I yeah, and I will say Atlanta every single year, their city jerseys are w always my favorite. Like they, they had the yellow one with the hot going across the, the chest last year, and then the MLK jerseys were super cool, yeah. Always. I actually kind of really like Portland's. Um, their whole symbolism behind the Portland airport uh, carpet. If you've ever been to Portland's airport, it has terrible carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fact that they, they kind of made those those stripes, those colors, was kind of sick in my opinion. And also the PDX, that's just really cool as well. It's, it's not much – it's not that different compared to, like, their normal jersey. They just kind of switched it up a little bit. I'm just browsing the jerseys at this point, and quite frankly, I like Philadelphia's as well. And I don't. I know we can't talk about big market teams. I just like the simplicity of it. That's easy. Phoenix bad. Sometimes simplicity good, and that's what we saw with Philly. So, yeah, not not much else moving the needle in that regard. But that's all I have for for our jerseys. Yeah, I'll also just say this: um, the. The Warriors are going to look like, I mean, they look like a bunch of bozos out there with the rose bellies. Yes. Those are ridiculous, dude. What were they thinking? Those are ridiculous. <laughs> they might as well just play with like a rose in their mouth at this point. <laughs> it doesn't. So and dumb. can we talk about New Orleans, or not New Orleans, excuse me, um, the Hornets? Oh, yeah. I dude. mean, what are we doing here? How, how, do, how does that person still have a job? I mean, that's horrible. For those who don't know, we're not going to say the word. No, it we're, makes me we, sick. We are a clean show. PG podcast. PG pod. But if you don't know, the jersey had the letters, big letters, C-L-T. Yep. Those were, and that's all they have across the chest in giant, it, bold giant letters. Giant letters. What the heck were they thinking, man? That is just terrible. Terrible franchise. Terrible jersey. And, yeah, th I mean, th this is a franchise, yeah. Their players are ding-dongs off the court. Then they come in, they do that with their jersey. It's like it's like they're trying to burn the franchise to yeah. the ground. Yeah. What is Michael Jordan doing? It's That's pathetic. Who, yeah. All I know is if LeBron was in charge of that team, that would never happen. Would not happen. And Steve Clifford's there, so, yeah. <laughs> Here you want a mic? Catch. Okay, so um, I think... I think it was on purpose, and I think Michael Jordan is a marketing genius. This made everybody—I don't know. I don't like the jersey, bro. That jersey, throw it away. 
But I think it's a marketing move, and it made people talk about the Hornets because the Hornets just suffered all. Who's awesome. buying it though? Frat guys, frat guys are gonna True. Buy. True. As a former frat especially, guy, especially with Lamelo Ball as their best player. <laughs> yeah. So you have oh CLT on the front, a, a ball on the oh back. No. A ball CLT jersey. Gosh, maybe Michael Jordan is a genius. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's I think all we need to talk about. The, the Brooklyn Nets jerseys look like a subway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's about it. Do you guys have anything else? The Spurs one's sick. I mean, it's the the classic sort of like greenish teal. It's, it's the teal. It's um, very orange. fiesta. Yeah, it's too bright for me. Not, not a fan. I just think it's funny because like their jerseys are so wild, but their team and like play style is like so like boring. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I am right there with you. And well, guys, what an exciting show. We got some trade packages. We had a microphone go out. We had trivia that may or may not have hit. <laughs> we'll review after the show. But what an awesome show. And and we're, we're at that point And, you know, I'm starting to think maybe not now, but maybe we need to start doing two shows a week. Try to keep up on content. Just an idea, on-air idea. Don't call me crazy, but we'll talk about that off-air. So, for the wonderful producer Andy and the magnificent Trevor Mikulin and the game show winner, Christian Dennis. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) I'm the trivia master, Scott Ayers. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week. 21, can you do something for me?